Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now, let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't. 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 All right, let's do it. Go. Welcome to another edition of a couple of Average Joe's Movie Reviews. I am Joe Spiegel. I'm Mike Sutherland. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right. This week we're going to be talking about the films Attack on Titan Parts One and Two. My Netflix pick of the week is going to be the Back to the Future documentary Back in Time. Mike's going to just pick whatever the hell he picks every week that no one ever knows. And I, I have I have nothing. Sometimes he doesn't even know like now. I got nothing. And uh, we'll go from there. We uh, you know, we got a few other things to talk about. But um, remember how a few days or weeks ago when I, I was you know getting headaches and, and you said to me, it's because all the shit I'm going through, all the stress and stress. stuff like that. And tonight, man, I just, I, I was fine all day. I mean, I've been dealing with a lot of stressful stuff lately, but been whittling it down, right? You know, I had three reviews to write this week and, and you know, I had to sign for a new car and, and, you know, dealing with personal stuff with the kids, you know, going to a new school and yada, yada, yada. And then right when I got here, my head started hurting and now I've got a headache in both eyeballs. And, you know, I know that it's going to be like the last time I had a headache during the podcast where I, I get distracted and I forget I even have a headache until it's over. Right. And then, you know, and then when, then when it's over, I'm like, oh, fuck, I still have a headache. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just, it's, it's odd, man. I, you know, I, I just got a huge thing off of my plate by getting a new car and I still, I don't know why. Maybe it could be the stress. It could be, I don't know, the weather change or, I don't know what it is. But probably, probably a little bit of both. Yeah. So, this, um, Headaches behind the eyes usually are migraine-type headaches. Yeah. And I always know when they're bad because normally when I have a headache, if I take ibuprofen, it goes away within a half hour. I even forget that I had a headache. And this time I took it almost like an hour ago and it ha didn't really do anything, which means I have to take some more ibuprofen in a little while and then, it, it, then it'll bring it down to a manageable level, which is odd. So, or just stop thinking about it. Yeah. Well, it's hard because, you know, it's, it's constantly there, but okay. So, yeah, I think I'd rather be sick for a month than have a damn headache. I, I hate them. I, Not me. Uh, I, there's just something for me. It's just the most debilitating thing. I, I just, I don't know how some people can live with that shit. There's people that get migraines all the time and stuff. And this isn't a migraine, but it's, it's still, it's a, it's a bitch of a headache. You'd be surprised what they consider to be migraines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, I guess, you know, if this is on the migraine scale, I'd say this is about a three because I've had really bad migraines. I've had like three in my life, you know, in the past 20 years and <laughs> none of them were a picnic. Yeah, I've only had one. So one time they had to give me a shot of morphine to make it go away. And that, that actually that, that kind of helped. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to start relying on that shit on opiates to uh, make headaches go away. So, uh, yeah, we went and saw... On two separate occasions, we saw Attack on Titan, the live-action version of the anime, parts one and two. And Good segue, by the way. Yeah, very, very good. And uh, they decided to split them into two films. I assume just to make more money, but anyway, my daughter's a big fan of anime. And 
I figure, you know, take her to go see it, you know, because I don't really do much with her anymore because she's got her friends and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I wanted to take her. I wanted you know, see this because I saw the cartoon and I liked the cartoon. The cartoon is actually not bad. And she didn't know it was playing anyways. Yeah. So I wanted to surprise her because she knew they were making a live action film. She just didn't know it was going to be here. And, uh, yeah, I just, so we took her to see it. And that first time we saw it, I mean, you know, you, you haven't even watched the cartoon and you already saw how shitty the movie was, right? And, uh, God, it's just, and we'll get into it, but, uh, I, I was surprised that you actually wanted to come see part two when it came out, like, what, two weeks? I was invested because of the first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was like, might as well finish it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to me, this movie, is done in the way that, say, if Michael Bay was going to do an Attack on Titan film, this is the Japanese version of Michael Bay to me. Not even. Not even. Well, there was a big explosion. Well, yeah, but... (laughs) There was a couple. But what I mean by is mythology tampering and the pointless changing of characters. They just turned it into a gigantic Godzilla-type movie. Yeah, they did. But there's characters that are popular, I mean, extremely popular in the anime world, you know, in the cosplay and all that shit. And... And for them to completely omit a character and then combine him with another character and then change the name and, and other things like that. And then other characters that were popular make their characters different than they were in the comic, you know, or in the, in the cartoon, like just completely different personalities. It, it makes no sense. It's simple. It's just like the reason why I compare it with Michael Bay is because there's a simple process. You go back to the way it was done. You take from that and you do it right. Well, in some cases, like in the because you're dealing with a TV show, yeah, you know, combining characters usually they combine usually they combine characters because one character is basically the same as the other character. Yeah, there's no point in keeping two of those same characters. I, and, and I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and I agree. It, go back to the original source, you know, and if you've got to cut some stuff, you got to cut some stuff. That's understandable to make a two-hour movie. Yeah, but you got to you got you got to be uh, uh, truthful to yeah. the source, you know, and in by cutting or combining characters or cutting out important plot points such as who's training them. Yeah, exactly. That in the cartoon that was really important, and also what happened to um to a few of the main characters' families before you know when the Titans first attack. That was important to to the development of their characters. Yeah, there was no there was no development with the family stuff until like. 22 or 20, you know, like 30 minutes, 22 minutes into it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm so exacting. But about 30 <laughs> minutes into it, you know, yeah. when we find out that one of the main characters' father was a doctor. Yeah, scientist you know? or something, yeah. And he was, you know, and he was doing experiments on his son. Yeah. You or not it. just his son, but there's another. Yeah. So. Yeah, it just, it seemed to take little bits from the, from the cartoon and possibly the manga. I've never read the manga, but. The cartoon, I, I believe, is really is seriously based off of the manga. Like, there's no. What do you changes. call it, manga? My daughter keeps every time I call it manga, she calls it. No, it's manga. And I just, you know what? I took her word for it because she's the one that goes to all the goddamn conventions. So just, I left it alone. Manga. <laughs> would, would you Fine. feel better if I call it manga? I don't care. <laughs> all right. So it's this is one of those films that you go into it, and besides the mythology tampering, there is nothing truly redeemable about the film it's just it feels like a waste of time you know it feels like barely anything was done right i'm glad that one thing they did that they did do right was the look of the titans okay now in the cartoon all the titans were male in appearance i mean none of them have junk but 
they were all male and parents. In this one, they had male and female Titans. And you know what? At first it bugged me, but then I really thought about it. I'm like, you know what? It's not a big deal because at least they but all... there's a reason why they were only all male in the cartoon. Uh-huh. There had to have been. They they haven't elaborated on it yet. Like, it's still leading into why, but... Because women can reproduce and men can't. Yeah. So, in this one, they have both, right? But what they did right about them was the way that they looked. And I, I actually appreciated the fact that they used real actors instead of using a bunch of CG. The only one they used CG on was the Colossal Titan, which that made sense that they, because the way he looks, I mean, he looks like a body without any skin on it, right? Right. So, but with all the other Titans, they, they were real people that they just, you know, superimposed on the screen. And then they add, maybe added a little bit of CG to accentuate their features or something. But otherwise, they were real actors. And I like that because I thought, you know, they could have went the, the, the lazy route and did CG instead. You know what I mean? It, don't always well, it's have cheaper to. to do live action than it is to do CG. It is cheaper, but I, I appreciated that aspect of it because they were creepy. There's something about the Titans. Like if you watch the cartoon, man, the first time you see a Titan and it's got this creepy smile on its face, it it's it's odd. It, it's hard to describe something that is terrifying and funny at the same time. It's weird, but it's cool because that 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 distinguishes itself from other things that could be you know sim- similar, right? So I did like that. And then I think off the top of my head, there was only one character in the entire film that was like exactly like their character in, in the cartoon. And that was the Hange character, or Hanji or Han, Hange. But then they changed her name. Her name was Hans in, in, in the, uh, in the, car, in the, in the movie, which made no sense. I, what was the purpose of doing something like that? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just, it makes no sense. Well, you're also looking at the, uh, the dub version. Yeah, you know, or subtitled version. So yeah, you do. Well, you could be right on that one. But um, her character was great because in the cartoon, she's the same exact way. She's over the top. She's obsessed with weapons, and she just comes out of nowhere with these goofy remarks and and you know her reactions to things. It, it's she's hilarious, and so that I liked about her character. That was like one of the only things about the movie besides the Titan action that kept me invested in watching it at all. Because when you got to the drama, which you even brought it up, the pacing is fucking horrible. It took forever to get to the point. Yes. And it wasted so much time with all this whining about, oh, this is what happened to me. And yeah. Exposition. Yeah. And it was like, look, if you put both films together, that's three hours. Three hours to tell the story. And instead, the whole film gets self-contained into pretty much the lead up to a giant Titan fight, Titan on Titan fight. Right. Right. Instead of, of building, you know, going, taking us on this journey with these characters where first their families get taken away. So then you care about them because you see what the hell that they went through, right? By losing their families. And Even then, then I could care less. But um, the reason why I bring that up is because when in the cartoon, that was important and it got you more invested in the characters because you see how their parents die and it's, it's sad how they do it. And then it immediately cuts to two years later, and then they start going through training. And and in the cartoon, you're going through the training with them for an episode or two, or a few episodes. And yeah. I mean, they could have at least done a montage of training. Yeah, they didn't do any of that. They just cut over, you know, they gave, there was, it just showed them a speech, like, this is your training. And then next thing you know, it's them in the barracks, you know, bullshitting. Yeah, and or them, you know, walking up through that fence thing and, and talking with their loved ones and stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff that wasn't needed. Yeah. That didn't build any character. No, it didn't. And it, it kept trying to spread. Although it was to, supposed to. Yeah, and it kept trying to spread to all these different characters who each got a couple minutes to say this and say that, but I didn't give a shit really about any of them. Right. You know, and even when, you know, and it, just like in the cartoon, a lot of these main characters, they die. And 
guess what? In the cartoon, you give a shit about him. In this movie, not really. It didn't matter. Even the guy with the big sledgehammer who was, you know, taking fuckers out, uh-huh. when he died, it wasn't, okay, I don't really give a shit. You know? Yeah, you weren't, there was no investment in any characters. There was no investment in the plot. It's just like they decided to make a movie to capitalize on the popularity of Attack on Titan. Yeah. I mean, it became a meme for a long, long time. Yeah. You know, a year or two, about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. But again, this, I don't need to see the the, the anime yeah. to understand what's going on. But this movie makes me not want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you had seen, yeah, like you, if you had seen this first, it would tr- it would probably completely turn you off to the whole thing. And I, I agree. Luckily, I saw the anime. I saw the whole first season, which is like 25 episodes or something. And it goes through way more stuff than this, this these two movies together do. And, and this movie could have covered a lot of that ground. Because in a way, this movie goes over like the first... 12 episodes of the of the first season so they could have done it they could have they could have told the story right and instead they didn't tell it right it was just like keep saying it's a waste of time right and another thing about it that that sucked was the uh the musical score that eagle <laughs> that was funny that was unintentionally funny and that that oh <laughs> that part at the end of the movie when the fucking hawk or whatever flies over and it goes I just started laughing out loud in in the theater. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> that was I don't know, anyway. And that, then it did it at the end, end. You know, after the credits and everything. Yeah, they had it, another. It did it again. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? It, it, I mean, is the guy who directed this? I mean, Shinji Higuchi. Is he like? Is he sitting back, going, just laughing his ass off, going, "Are they gonna fucking really take this movie in?" I don't know. It, it just makes no sense to me, but. You know, and then, okay, back to the character. Oh, I'm sorry, the musical score. The musical score was all over the place. It tries to get way too intense at times, and then it, and it goes to this operatic score, right? And then all of a sudden, it cuts to heavy metal. That's know. weird because I didn't even notice. You didn't notice? I was, I was, I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, yeah. that, and I was uncomfortable. Just, I was, you know, just sitting there after like 15 minutes. It, it felt like I had been sitting in that same seat for. Two or three hours. Maybe you, you were worried about that 30-year-old AC unit above our heads falling on us and killing us. No, I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> we were in an old uh, theater. That was that, a speaker, by the way. That they're, oh, well, that they're, they're tearing apart and putting up the, oh, the, the conforming rectangular theaters like they're making everything now. Now now theaters don't have a distinguishing look. You know, Now they all have to look the same. Homogenized. Yeah, exactly. And it's just bland and boring. Right, and I missed that theater because it was domed, and I love the domes, man. They're awesome. Yeah, and it was huge. Yeah, exactly. I love that shit, but whatever they, what do they call? Besides the homogenizing, it it's like uh, the homogenization of America, dude. It's like it's run by efficiency experts or some shit. This is more efficient if you design it this way, and then we're all gonna paint everything a light brown. Just like all the McDonald's are starting to look like. Fucking boring and brown. All McDonald's have looked like that for years. Oh. I'm seeing more and more of them now looking like that. They used to, each one used to, hey, fuck out. No, every one of them has been the same, always. All right. So, the editing of the film also is odd, okay? Besides all the shit that they cut out of it that they that could have made us actually give a shit about these characters, the whole movie, the way it plays out, aside from the, the, uh, the Titan battles, it feels like a video game cutscene. There's, you know, if you're playing a video game and in between each level, it does a, you know, it does a live action cutscene. That's what it felt like. It just, it didn't, it didn't register with me at all. It, it, it felt almost lazy to a point. Okay. You know, uh, 
and that I mean, God, there's so many disappointing things about this film that I just fucking waste the time. I, it, that's I mean, at the end of it all, it, the movie is a complete waste of time, and it doesn't matter that they did the Titans right. It doesn't matter that they made Aaron when he became a Titan exactly like he was in the cartoon. None of it mattered because they fucked up everything else. You know, even the production design was good. I, they they filmed it on an abandoned mining island, and they used all those you know crumbled buildings and all that shit as as you know what do they call that production uh, location or whatever the fuck they call it. But they used that as sets, and it was awesome. It looked great. I'm like, damn, they did a good job with this. But no, apparently not, because they just went somewhere and used that area. <laughs> so what do you mean? It's nothing wrong. I mean, if they did a great job, then they did, did a great job. I know, but, you know, it's like I that, become... Th- that statement makes no sense. I become more critical of it because of the way the rest of the film is done. Critical of them using a, a, an island? I'm being an asshole towards the movie. I understand that, but <laughs> th- that's just... That's that's pointless assholeness. I know. <laughs> well, my head hurts, so I feel like being even more of an asshole. Well, it doesn't matter. It's still pointless. All right. But yeah, anyway, the production design did look good for where they filmed it, the location filming. Uh, and I, it worked really well with the film. And if they had done the other things right, it would have been even a better. I would have appreciated it even more. How about that? Yeah. I, I you know, I don't know. I um, Were you the one? I saw I saw a thing on Attack on Titan. Were you the one that... Uh, were, were you the one that had the one with the middle fingers? Yes. I don't know where the fuck you found that, but that was hilarious. <laughs> on the on on Joe's write up for the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the picture that he used was the Titan. You give him the middle finger to everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because yeah, that that's exactly what these movies do. They flip off the people that have invested their time and money into this whole Attack on Titan mythology. You know, with the cartoons, the manga going to the conventions and all this stuff, you know, for them to make these movies this way is a slap in the face. You know, it didn't... It... I thought Attack on Titan was going to be a completely different thing. Yeah? Um, I thought it was giant robots oh. attacking each other. Yeah. Uh, and seriously, I mean, it, you know, I didn't realize that because looking at something, there's, there's a, there is an anime that's kind of like Attack on Titan. Yeah. That is mecha based. Okay. And I can't remember the fucking name of it. But anyways. Robotech? Yeah, it was Robotech. <laughs> Attack on Titan equals Robotech. But no, it's I don't I can't it doesn't fucking matter. I I can't remember what it was. But right. when Attack on Titan came out, this had a very similar name. Yeah. And the, the, again, it was these these giant robots beating the shit out of each other. So that's that's what I was, and then I looked into it, and it's oh, there's giant titans and and fucking well, I'm just gonna say it, retarded, you know, zombie titans <laughs> roaming around eating well, people. What was your first impression when the hole got busted in the wall in the first movie, and it showed all these titans behind it slowly coming through the hole? I thought it was well done. Yeah. You know, um, as far as filmmaker and framing a scene and stuff like that. Yeah. When you look at what. When you look at the way certain filmmakers make movies, that reminded me of like when you saw the Gungans come out in, in Phantom Menace through yeah. the fog, which is basically a shot stolen from the Seven Samurai. <laughs> it's it's the same thing. It's yeah. it's coming through the fog. You know, you you are not a, you don't know what you're expecting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they start to become clear and outlined and everything else. Yeah. And then you, but it could have been better if they had been swaying. Like if you watch. Attack on Titan, or you watch any um, anime, yeah, and you see them using zombies or demons or whatever, like undead type, yeah, and and they're walking stiff legged, 
they sway their arms and and like they'll sway one way and the arm will sway out as it hits the body yeah you know and 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 the way they walk is really creepy the japanese animators have done really really well when it comes to that stuff and it this this was just more like them plotting you know they were it's like they were farming, <laughs> just walking through the grass. Yeah, it was know, like on they a were day picking walk. up people like 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 carrots. Yeah, out of the dirt, just <laughs> yeah. So and none of that was explained why they're eating people. Yeah, uh, a lot of it. I mean, like the the gigantic titan. Why he decided? Well, we know why, but how he got outside the wall. Yeah, you know exactly. I. Yeah, I just, man, and it was so odd the way that they decided to end this thing where, you know, the, the, was it the Shikishima character who was a combination of Levi and, uh, Commander Irwin from the, uh, from the cartoon, they decided to make him a Titan also, right? And he, if you watch the cartoon, he, you know that he's taking the place of the female Titan because there's a female Titan that shows up, um, that's more powerful than everybody and can protect its own neck from people slicing it and shit like that. And that's what they did with him. So they had this guy replace two other characters from the cartoon and replace a Titan from the cartoon. Right. And so you're dealing with this guy, and then all of a sudden, oh, then there's another guy that's actually another Titan, too. And it's, it's just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know, why? Why? I'm confused. What was the, It just got lazy with it. You know what I mean? And it could have told so so much of a better story. That's the problem when you hire writers. And my guess is that they just hire writers very similar to, like, as much as I you know, <laughs> don't care about. But Lindelof or um, uh, that other guy that does a lot of uh, Marvel stuff, uh, Kinberg, Simon Kinberg, uh-huh. or any of the hundreds of other writers that are brought in, Adam McKay, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that these guys are bad, but they have their moments of good and they have their moments of shit. Yeah. And that's what... The Japanese, I don't know who made this, Toho Studios? Yeah, Toho Pictures. <clears throat> that's that's the problem with bringing in established writers that, you know, yeah, they're successful, but when you write 100 things, you know, a month and yeah. 30 of them get picked up for rewrites or whatever, you know, the the pool, the talent pool is small, but that's because the, the talented ones are pushed out. Yeah. And that's what happens in, in most studio studio pictures and that's what happens in in japan the studios take over you know and well and that's what it seems like in this case is that the studio the studio got involved not not the um not the animated studio not the people that made it but those guys didn't really have a say in the matter yeah the the financers had their say in the matter so they get all these people together to write it and then all of a sudden it's like well let's take this character and combine them let's do this let's do that let's do something no i mean we've already talked about this already at the beginning we've already talked about this already at the beginning <laughs> god I'm such a moron <laughs> but we've talked about this at the beginning and we're both in complete agreement with this movie which is it's garbage you know we spent 3 hours watching part 1 and part 2 of a movie that jumped everywhere didn't make any sense Still not as bad as Pixels. No, you're right. It's not as bad as Pixels. That's saying something. Yeah, and and this movie was, frankly, this movie sucked. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the positives are outweighed by all the negatives, man. Mm-hmm. So when it's all said and done, man, it doesn't matter anything positive because it was still a yeah. waste piece of shit. It just it turned into another fucking shitty Godzilla remake. Yeah, well, you know, Titans beating each other up and walking through. 
uh, and destroying towns. Yeah. Big deal. <laughs> yeah, they even had a baby titan, which made no sense because there's no baby titans in the in the cartoon. It, it makes no sense at all why they would even do that, waste their time with that. It, uh, it made for a creepy moment. That was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. Was it? Yeah, it was fucking creepy. It was creepy, but it's still it just it was something completely different than what they've done on the show. So it, I, but I, I mean, even even with that, seeing that they added that into the movie mm-hmm. actually makes the Titans creepier. Yeah, okay, you know, because the way that they explained the Titans was nuclear war, you know, injecting people. But what what if you know? I mean, you have diseases out there that keep people young, you know, or. You have diseases out there that age people rapidly. Yeah. You have diseases out there that make people look young, but they're not. Yeah. You know, or or give them, you know, scoliosis early or dwarfism or whatever, you know, or, or all these weird bone diseases that warp your bones and crush them and stuff like that. Yeah, or people so, that can't go out in the sunlight. Yeah, lupus. So having a baby titan doesn't necessarily mean it was a baby. It just wasn't fully grown. Yeah. You know? Okay. So I can understand that. That that's fine. That didn't <laughs> that didn't bother me so much as I mean, it was completely obvious what they did with this movie compared to what they did with the animated series. Yeah. You know, and or the OAV if you want to call it that. Um even though I, I don't watch much anime anymore. Yeah. It's ingrained. You know you know when they've made severe cuts to movies, you know when they've when they've edited stuff out. Because it just feels wrong. It feels awkward. You know what? And I can compare this, these films to uh, to Pixels in a way, where they take something that's already been established and people love it, and they they pretty much desecrate it. They, they take a shit on it. You know, they, they go the lazy route with it. They use it. They exploit it, but then they don't take care of it. And that's what they did with this movie. Right. You know, Pixels, I mean, look at that shit, man. All this great stuff from the 80s, and they just, like I've, I've said it before, man, they use it as a cheap punchline. It was a fucking waste of time. Yep. And that's what this is, you know? And th- that Shikishima character, who was the combination of Levi and, and Commander Irwin, he was an odd fucking duck, man. The guy would just sit there and stare at these battles going on when he can go there and kick any Titan's ass with his skills. And he just sits there and laughing with this, this weird, goofy Pai Mei laugh. You know, it made no sense. Yep. You know, and then he finally gets involved, and then they had that weird, creepy... Like homoerotic scene where Aaron is in this room with him with the jukebox. Oh yeah, that was that was odd, wasn't it? Yeah. I, it made no sense. It, it was completely out of context of the film. Well, it was the explanation of what's going on. Yeah, uh, you know, and all the all the people that are leading the land are the ones that are in control of all the media. And, yeah, and um, what did you say? They they disallow. You know, you, you'll find rooms like this all over the place that are filled with books or anything that's banned. Yeah, you know, and then he then he tells the story of what happened. Yeah, the rulers are the real enemies. Right. Yeah, and they they do that kind of in the cartoon where because the rulers are are centered inside the middle of these walls, right? Uh-huh. And you know the rulers have been withholding everything from everyone because they don't want this to, to you know to repeat itself. But at the same time, they're inhibiting their people. Right. So. But the way they did it in this film, no, just just a waste of time. I, I cannot. I gave the movie a three point five, and I the reason why I gave it even a rating that high was because I enjoyed the Titan action. I liked the gore. They they didn't they didn't 
shy away from the gore. Right. And I like that. I mean, when they're biting people in half and there's blood flying all over the place, I like that stuff. You know, and then that the the character of Hange was funny. She was really funny, and she, every time I'm just sitting there and I'm 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 like, God, when is this fucking movie gonna end? All of a sudden, she would say something funny or stupid, and it would bring me back into it for a moment. Right. And so that's why I gave it the rating I did, because otherwise I probably would have given this movie a one. Yeah, I I can't give this movie a one. Like I said, it's it's better in pixels by a degree. Yeah. But you know, a two or two and a half. Yeah. That's about as high as I would go with this movie. It's just it, it was uninteresting from from the from the moment <laughs> after the Titans attacked that town, the town, the first town. Yeah. When they when the dude kicked a hole in the wall. Yeah. And let those Titans in. That it it, it had me. I was gripped. Yeah. And then after that, it turned into shit. Yep. Exactly. And then you know, and this is another thing that uh, the last thing about this movie is that. They could have done all the stuff that they needed to do to, to get us into the characters in this three hours of movie, right? Especially since the, after the second movie, after the credits, they hint that there's going to be more by them saying that, oh, it was all this Maze Runner type testing on all their fucking people. Right. And they, they passed this test. Now here's another one. So you know they're going to make more movies because these movies made money. So they could have done this so much better. And uh -huh. they just, they didn't. And I, fuck them. I will not go see another Attack on Titan movie that's made um, by this guy, by Shinji Higuchi. I will not. Now, they're supposed to be making a live action one. I think it's uh, Sony Pictures has, um, um, you know, they've, they've taken a bunch of domain names for Attack on Titan, and they're going to be making an Americanized version of it. Great. I might, gi I might give that a chance if Michael Bay isn't fucking directing it. I'm not. But it's not even going to have half the gore. You're right. It'll be PG-13. Yeah. It probably will be PG-13. So, yeah, I I have no hope in this. I'll just go back to the to the anime when when season two comes out. Make your own. Watch that. Yeah, make your own Ken Barbie dolls. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So you uh, you good with this movie? Yeah. Or oh, I'm not good with it at all. But you know what I mean. So Netflix pick of the week. Mine is the, the only. <laughs> mine is the Back to the Future documentary called Back in Time, and it came out this year. Yeah, I mean like came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's on net. It's on Netflix, of course, and it just it goes through. Um, how it's affected the fans and the um and the sci-fi culture when it comes to movies, and also about all the things that you know technology technology-wise that that has um that they predicted back then that has happened nowadays. And they go they go over some cool stuff. I mean, did they have the Jaws trailer? They showed the Jaws clip. Oh, there's Universal went and made a full-on Jaws 19 trailer. I did not. No, it's not on there. It's awesome. Is it? Okay, I want to yeah. see it. We'll watch it soon. I think it's on the uh, Back to the Future 30th or 25th. Yeah, 30th. It'll be the 30th anniversary. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, there's some cool things that have happened, like, you know, the big screen TVs and the multiple channels, uh, the hoverboard. There's a guy that actually created a hoverboard, and they showed him it's testing it and everything. It's not mass produced. Yeah, it's not. It's still in the early stages, but it showed how they had these spinning magnets over a metal plate and how and the guy even had his wife get on it, and it still, you know, levitates at least over an inch over the ground, and they had the guy on a... On like a, a stretch. That's stretching it. I know. So... But there's certain things. I mean, it's just cool, like flying cars. There is a flying car that they have made. Stretching but, it. But it's not like the ones in the movies where, you know, <laughs> where the wheels flip over and have thrust coming out of it. Instead, it's just a car with wings that fold up onto the sides and make it look like shit. You know, And you know, as a car, this thing couldn't go probably more than 50 miles an hour. <laughs> but anyway, it's just it was cool to it see. It flies at 200 miles an hour. It makes you think it can only go 50 miles an hour. Because the wheels are very small on it. And they're like airplane wheels, and they're made to retract. So, yeah, no. But anyway. Okay, okay Mr. Expert. 
fuck you. No, not fuck <laughs> me. Do your research. Fuck me? Fuck you. Car can go like 80 miles an hour. All right. So it that was kind of cool. And it has interviews with, um, you know, uh, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, Michael J. Fox, uh, Zemeckis, and a few other people that, that, you know, made the movie and stuff. But strangely enough, there's no interviews with Crispin Glover. There's no, because Crispin Glover never does interviews on anything. Uh, and no F. Thomas Wilson, which I would have loved, you know, but apparently he's done talking about Back to the Future. I, I think he never wants to talk about it again, especially when you've listened to a stand-up. But you know what? It, 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 as a documentary, it's not bad. I mean, especially if you love Back to the Future and it shows um, all the like fans like have done for um, Parkinson's um, for because of Michael J. Fox and everything um, that are affiliated with it. Uh you know, it's it's just it's a decent documentary. That's that's all I got to say about it. If you love Back to the Future, it's worth it's worth a watch. So that's all I got for that one. Well, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing. Well, you know what? This is a special podcast anyway for for Attack on Titan. So we can just leave it at that. I I'm I'm good. No no no. I got some stuff. Oh, what do you got? Give me some juice. Done, man. We're talking about oh, the World of Warcraft trailer comes out. Did you see the teaser? No. The teaser is kind of like. When they came out with the first World of Warcraft game trailer, okay, it was done by I think it was done by Blur Studios, and it showed all the all the characters, <clears throat> you know. So it went through dwarf and elf and and orc and human and all this other stuff. Really, yeah. really good trailer. Well, this teaser trailer is very very much like that. It just gives a, an overview of the races, you know, real quick, kind of like montage style trailer. Yeah. But the full one up, will appear with Spectre on Friday. Okay. Or Thursday night or whenever. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's good. You know, uh, after after seeing what they can do with you know camera stuff, where ILM put together a uh, uh, you can fly over Lordaeron. I think that's what it is. You can fly over one of the major cities, anyway, the Alliance cities. Uh-huh. But you can take a camera and scan back and forth your you you your phone. Yeah, not your camera. And as you as you have the video playing, yeah, you're like in the driver's seat on this Griffin. And you if you go if you move your camera or move your phone right, it turns right. If you move your phone yeah. left, it turns left. So like with the Star Wars Battlefront trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. Even when you got it paused, if you move your cam, you move your phone. It go. It just yeah. It's awesome. I, yeah. I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the other thing is I was playing Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic, and one of the loading screens has uh, Star Destroyers on it. So I'm looking at the Star Destroyers, and they they are exactly like the Star Destroyers from The Force Awakens. Okay. So I'm wondering if they are pulling a lot of stuff from the not a lot, but they're pulling stuff from The Force Awakens, not The Force Awakens, from The Old Republic. Yeah. To incorporate into The Force Awakens. Because it seems to me that a lot of the storyline um, overlaps between the two movies. Yeah. So, or movies, but uh, you know what I'm talking about, the game and the movie. Yeah. And from seeing Kylo Ren's character, yeah. with, that he looks like Darth Revan or, or you know, they're, they're, the lightsabers that they're using, even though he's he's the only one that has one for the dark side, and then, you you know, you have Luke's lightsaber, and... Uh, the style of some of the ships yeah. are very reminiscent of 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 uh, the Knights of the Old Republic. You know, all the ships, like the Sith ships or the the shuttles that yeah. have the wings sticking straight up. Although I, I I can't stand the look of them; I think they look goofy. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, and then what they're doing, they're also uh, adding in some some stuff from the Force Awakens to Star Wars Rebels, like the look of the the Sith Inquisitors. Yeah, was taken right from the storyboards of the Force Awakens. 
uh, reject. They say rejected characters, but you know, obviously not rejected characters if if they found a use for them elsewhere. Yeah. So what we're seeing on Star Wars Rebels is brief glimpses of what's going to happen in the Force Awakens, and then hopefully we'll see a couple of uh, a couple of characters from Star Wars Rebels on Force Awakens. Yeah. I know you hate the whole Sarlacc pit Boba Fett thing. But uh, in the trailer for Battlefront, there's a part where it's got, uh, you're controlling Boba Fett and he's flying over the Sarlacc pit and he goes, I'm not going in there again. <laughs> and it keeps going. Yeah, I just, that's funny, man. I, I like that shit. Well, you know, I don't know. There's there's rumors that Disney is trying to remove all the Slave Leia uh, stuff. Seriously? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, leave it alone. It's already happened. Well, that's the whole point. I mean, what's the if if it's already out there, why are you trying to you know why is this a story? Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- those movies were done with uh, by 20th Century Fox, correct? So no, they were done by Lucasfilm. You know what I mean? They were distributed by 20th Century Fox. Who cares? So the rights revert to Disney in a couple of years. Yeah, but it's already been done. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, it's not like Disney made those movies back then, so they don't have to worry. They're what are they worried about their good name being tainted? Because of because of a chick in a in a slave outfit, they're not worried about anything. Well, then why are they trying to remove it? It's a rumor. Oh, fuck rumors! All right, you got anything else? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this. Tell it to me. Making Star Wars ran a story about how a reader tipped the site off to a Facebook conversation with Star Wars comic book artist J. Scott Campbell about Disney wiping out the slave Leia outfit. Campbell Campbell. Uh, claimed artists at Marvel are not allowed to draw Leia in sexy poses and that a 3D statue won't go into production because of the new alleged mandate. Daisy Ridley won't have to fight against anything. Disney is already well on its way to wiping out the slave outfit from any future products, period. You will not see any merchandise featuring the slave outfit ever again. Trust me. When asked if he was serious about a statement, very. I've heard I've heard it from two different sources. We can't draw Leia in the sexy pose at Marvel, let alone in that outfit. We also had a 3D slave Leia statue killed at a major manufacturer because there will no longer be any slave Leia merchandise. Uh, that's really about it. So Again, I, I'm right with you. I, it's it's out there now, you know, trying to sweep it under the rug, be politically correct, blah, 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 that's blah. That's petty. Yeah. I, she just sits there. I mean, it's not like she did anything sexual in it at all. She's just wearing the outfit. The outfit is sexual. Yeah, I, I agree. It is. It, I mean, it looks hot, but it's... Come on. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Are they going to start having the, all the female characters wear turtlenecks? Yeah, it, <laughs> it just gets to the point where it's just like, look, I mean, accept your past. Yeah. It's not even your past. It's a company that you bought's past. So, therefore, you need to... You, you, it's like when you meet a, a a female girlfriend for you know not for the first time, but when you guys start dating and all of a sudden she gets pissed off because someone from your past is talking to you, like your ex wife or girlfriend or whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. And and instead of explaining, hey, look, your past is your past, my past is my past, and they're going to creep up from time to time, and if you can't deal with it, then fuck off. It's insecurity, man. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. So and and Disney trying to be. The politically correct grandmother or mother or whatever, the the politically correct teacher, and saying no, this isn't right, shushing everybody. I I, I disagree with this is this is one of the problems with a conglomerate telling another company what they should and shouldn't do. Yeah, and you know you can't you can't hide from your past. Yeah, and and whoever uh, Warner Brothers is finding that out right now. 
And because people are clamoring more and more for cartoons that were banned, you know, like... Um, Heckle and Jekyll? Not just Heckle and Jekyll, like a lot of the Warner Brothers cartoons. Did you see that one Popeye where he goes to the island? Yeah, you've seen <laughs> them all. <laughs> God. But they put a disclaimer on there. Yeah. You know, this this is part of Warner Brothers history. And as much as we disagree with it, we feel that it's important to include this stuff so that you can see where we are and where we've come from. Yeah. You know, regardless of the content, it's still pretty funny. Yeah. But again, it's, I mean, we grew up with that stuff and our parents are the ones that told us, hey, you know, don't. Yeah. Don't, don't put a firecracker in your, in your brother's mouth and hopefully it explodes like they did in the cartoons. Yeah. The kids weren't, aren't that fucking stupid any, you know. Yeah. They never were. But it just seems that we have to protect everybody now. And that's old. I think it's just old. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest reason for that is because of fear of lawsuits. That's, I think that's the biggest trigger. From what? Everyone's afraid of getting sued. So now they come up with all these things to protect everyone from everything. It's horseshit. Then throw out the lawsuits. It's frivolous. Yeah. Yeah. There's this one comedian that says they need to come up with the are you shitting me defense. Yeah. And the judge, you know, the attorney comes in. He looks at the judge. He looks at the, you know, the defendant or the, the you know, the, the other <laughs> plaintiff. Anyway, the plaintiff. And then he goes back to the judge. He goes, are you shitting me? Case dismissed. Simple. Right. Right. So, yeah. But so. What we're trying to say is, Disney, get off your asses, get your head out of your asses, and bring out a Song of the South Blu-ray. We need it. Exactly. <laughs> All right? Just just to see where we've been. Because they say it, right? History is doomed to repeat itself if you don't learn from it, right? Right. So if you keep trying to sweep it under the rug, that's like someone destroying all Nazi memorabilia. Guess what? You shouldn't because... If you keep it alive, you you remember it. You remember what has happened, how it affected people, how it affected the world, and you learn from it. Okay? Maybe. Yeah, but it's still a part of history. It's like I remember, you know, being in a relationship and throwing away old pictures of my ex-girlfriend. I got rid of all of them because, you know, the wife was insecure about it, right? But now I, I realize that that's a part of my past. I'm not dwelling on it, but it, that is a part of my life. And why the fuck should I get rid of anything as a rem that's a reminder of what I've done in my life? And who I've done in my life, you know? Depends. It, it's just, you got to move on. And you got to, I mean, you got to move on, but you don't have to get rid of your shit. It, there has to be an understanding. People need to understand each other. You need to understand that we're all human beings, blah, blah, blah. I know. So, all right. You got anything else? No. All right. So, the next film that we will be talking about on a couple of Average Joe's movie reviews is going to be Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. And we'll let you know how it is. That was an awesome exit for us. Thank you. So this is uh, Migraine Headache Joe for a couple of Average Joe's movie reviews. I'm Mike Sutherland. See you guys next time. Hakuna Matata, bitches. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you go to iTunes and leave a review. Also, share the show for us. You know, the more people that know about us, the better off we are. Also, for more cool trivia, you can follow us at MPS5150 on Twitter. For more great podcasts and my movie reviews, don't forget to visit www.acoupleofaveragejoes.com. This is the end. This is the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Or go fuck yourself.